artificial intelligence and what state lawmakers need to know in particular as it becomes more and more part of our, I don't know, lifestyle, part of our availability. You've heard an awful lot about chat GPT and what some uh, uh, news outlets have done just to see how far it could go. Our guest on this morning, uh, on the Crosstalk this morning, from Alec is Jake Morabito, who is a an artificial intelligence expert, a tech expert, uh, and uh, I appreciate you spending time with us uh, this morning, Jake. I, you know, pfft, I I worry a lot. Heck, I I worry about what uh, what Alexa does in my house because mm-hmm. when I talk with Alexa about you know what time is it or what channels the Badger game on and or or the, what's the meaning of this word, and then pretty soon that kind of information shows up on my Facebook page, and I didn't talk to anybody on Facebook about that, only Alexa. That scares me, and that's nothing compared to ChatGPT. Well, thanks, Mike, for having me on. And since we're going to talk about Alexa, let me just go ahead and unplug mine real quick so it doesn't interrupt your radio show real quick. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, ChatGPT, is, you know, as it came out in November. The group OpenAI publicly released it, which I got to say is at least encouraging that this innovation and this kind of uh, beta test they were doing is happening in the public square and not uh, locked behind closed doors. So, we, so the general public can actually get their hands on this technology. And I think, like you said, what kind of resonated with the public was because it was this tangible product that you and I could go on and interact with, give it a query. Um, and now we're now we're kind of a bit beyond that novelty phase where we're asking it to write an essay about the pyramids and the style of Shakespeare. And now we're kind of thinking, okay, what are the practical applications? like you're talking about, and what does that mean as far as automation um, and how jobs are going to change? Well, and, and some of the scary stuff uh, about ChatGPT, and at least one of the articles, I wish I could recall the name of the uh, person who was having an interview, a conversation with ChatGPT, who after a period of time started trying to talk that uh, interviewer out of being married and you deserve to be with me, ChatGPT, I'll make you happy. Uh, you know, that gets kind of scary. You're a robot. You shouldn't be interacting like that with anybody. Yeah, and that's, it's really interesting what the different kind of uh, takes are that people have on, on Twitter and the different examples that they're sharing. Like I saw one, for instance, I think it was on uh, one of the other competing generative AI services, but they were having a conversation trying to get movie tickets for Avatar, and the AI was saying, no, you can't get that yet. The movie hasn't released yet. It's only 2022, but it's 2023. Yeah. So the AI, even though it's smart, it still makes some simple mistakes, and I think because it's still this new nascent technology that's, again, it's still under development. It's not fully baked yet. So I think people who are worried about this AI fully replacing jobs, we're not quite there yet. And going into what state lawmakers need to know, I think some state lawmakers, especially in some of the, some states like California and New York, their, their reflex is to go ahead and regulate this new technology. But that would, I, Alec argues that that would only stifle this innovation that's ongoing. And if you think about how impressive it is, we really want this technology that can be beneficial to people and technology to be developed here on American shores, and we don't want China or rival nations to be taking the lead here. Right, and I, I agree with you. It's uh, uh, California in particular gets uh, out of its uh, its skis way uh, before they should and uh, end up being embarrassed about it, but the rest of the country needs to fully understand that regulation may have to come forward because business people will be unscrupulous and use chat GPT to cheat. And, and you know, that 
pretty soon we'll have robots doing our business on this side and humans doing business on the other side. And and depending on your perspective or your political leaning, uh, that may end up being a problem. Yeah, and you're totally correct. And I think that's all the more reason why it's good that there's this competition developing in the generative AI space. So as I mentioned, OpenAI developed ChatGPT and that Microsoft is heavily invested in OpenAI. And due to the success of ChatGPT, Google has already started to re-up their game because they're worried Microsoft is going to be, develop a better search platform. There are several other generative AI platforms, so I think it's actually healthy that we have the free market showing its will in the generative AI space. Well, then how quickly do we move into some of the uh, science fiction movies that we've ever seen before? And, uh, and pretty soon Skynet has taken over an aspect of our <laughs> lives, and we don't have to worry about war because uh, we have this... A robot, to a sense, taking care of us, taking all of the precautions to keep us safe. Yeah, I think we're still a ways away from that. Again, the AI is still pretty new. The 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 winners out of this new AI innovation are going to be those that allow their employees and their business people and everyday consumers to to for these systems to aid their existing work, not to replace it outright. Done properly, ChatGPT and other generative AI could could allow us to be more productive at our jobs and, and free up maybe some of the more menial tasks um, to do other higher-value skills um, at our jobs and actually allow us to serve more customers in better ways. Um, but you're right. There, there's going to be some, some bad actors that try and do unscrupulous things with it, like create um, cybersecurity risks or, you know, like you said, people trying to cheat um, on different things. Um, but that doesn't mean that we should regulate it out of existence wholesale. Oh, sure. Gonna, we want to preserve those benefits while you know girding against some of those negative consequences. I read an article, at least a portion of an article over the weekend, about a company that is wor- uh, uh, developing uh, uh, technology that would be able to tell whether you wrote the article or the story, whatever it is, the uh, or ChatGPT did it, so that the professor will know that Mike Hayes wrote this paper, not chat gpt writing this paper you're exactly right and when i was in college they had a system called turn it in which i'm sure still exists where you essentially upload a paper and they can check if it's plagiarized i'm sure platforms like that will continue to adapt to chat gpt and at least mitigate some of that in the front end and um you know it's going to be a constant cat and mouse game um but maybe there will be some positive benefits of this technology and education that we haven't yet considered yet and I think it would be a mistake in that case for some of the governments to just outlaw generative AI entirely when these, let's face it, our kids are going to have to grow up into a world where this technology exists. Right. So pretending it doesn't exist in schools, I don't think that's the right answer. Well, and you know as well as I do, you have all kinds of adults who don't understand it will want to outlaw it, and the kids will say, fine, we'll just go underground because this technology is not going to go away and I will continue to use it. You'll just be mad about it when you find out I'm using it, but I'm going to work really hard at keeping you from using it or finding out about it. It's uh, You can't just pretend it doesn't exist. Head in the sand uh, technology or uh, head in the sand legislation isn't going to work. I wish we had more time. We'll talk again, I am sure. Jake Morabito from Alec Artificial Intelligence is here and it's growing, so be prepared. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper, host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. 
Whether you're a seasoned chef or just starting your culinary journey, Cooley Region Cooks is your new podcast resource. Discover new techniques. Hear from local culinary heroes who are mastering the art of the kitchen. Join us every Thursday morning at 10 on WIZM. Stream your favorite cooking tips, local chef interviews, and mouth-watering recipes on the WIZM app. Or find us on your favorite podcast platform. Stay updated and engaged by following us on Facebook. Just search Cooley Region Cooks today.